In this episode, I'm going to discuss feeling anchored in safety, uh, impulses to connect, my newfound interest in design, and how it has helped me to get more anchored into my own polyvagal safety state. My hope here is that you get some curiosity about what brings you into your own safety state that maybe you don't uh, realize. My name's Justin Sinceri. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist that thinks the world needs a new understanding of mental health. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. This podcast is not therapy, nor is intended to be therapy. So the first topic here is uh, feeling anchored in safety. Safety is, you should know this by now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to episode 101 of this podcast and start from there, episode 101 through 109, Crash Course in Polyvagal Theory. So safety, when I say safety, I'm referring to being anchored in the safe and social state of your autonomic nervous system. So safety is the polyvagal uh, state of safety. It's, it's the polyvagal sense of the word safety. A safety cue is when something triggers that safety state. So it's like a cue of safety. So that could be gentle touch. It could be gentle eye contact. It could be a smell. It could be a texture. It could be all kinds of things. It could be when your favorite team wins. Maybe it's more of a perception kind of thing. But So that's what a safety cue is. A safety cue is something that triggers that autonomic state of safety. When you're in safety, it feels like, well, there's there's some significant changes that happen. There's uh, physical changes, and that could be uh, your breathing becomes easier, it becomes lighter. I notice when I, for myself and my therapy clients, when that state of safety is triggered, that we can breathe easier into our belly. That's a pretty typical way of, of telling. Also, uh, smiling, you're able to smile if you're in your safety state. If not, then smiling becomes a lot more difficult, or and or it's just fake. There could be other physical changes like uh, muscle tension. Just Well, there's lack of muscle tension. There's more relaxation. You can play with people. So there's all kinds of things that happen when that safety state is active. You can be close. You can hug. But there's also this impulse to connect with others. And that's part of what hugging and playing is, is that there's this impulse to connect with others. That's That's absolutely fundamental to the state of safety. It's not just biology. It's not just behavior. Um, but when that biology is active, then the experience uh, of safety or the experience of that present moment is changed. It's altered. When you're in a safety state, it's changed to, to be more uh, connected. That's what's really central to this polyvagal state of safety is that we, are, we have an impulse to. We don't choose to. We just kind of have this impulse to connect with others. When that state, safety state is active, we also feel more in the present moment. We feel more grounded in our body. We feel more or we, we have more of experience of our senses, I would say. Uh, we're, we're kind of taking it all in at once, but it's not overwhelming. So it's just kind of this like settling. It's just settling into the experience of the present moment. There's also cognitive changes. When we're in a safety state, we can think critically. We can weigh pros and cons. Uh, we can plan things out. We can set goals, realistic goals. We can uh, understand people better as well. So all these cognitive changes, that our, our thoughts become more hopeful. And there's also emotional changes when we're in our state of safety. We can feel things like happiness and connection and joy. We can feel um, excitement, love, all kinds of stuff. Hope, I think I hope it's a big one too. Oh, by the way, I don't think I ever told you this. I just, sorry. I wrote a book. <laughs> I wrote a book. It's free. It's a free ebook. It is not just like this like 10-page and you know, thing that and like half of its ads. No, 
Um, it's a full-on book, and it's called Trauma and the Polyvagal Paradigm, and it's for free. It's on my website, justinlmft.com. You do have to be signed up for my email list, and as soon as you sign up, you get access to the, the book. It's been out there for a couple months, and I don't think I ever announced it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but it's been out there, and people have already been been getting it and reading it. Um, so I'd love to know what you think about it. Go to justinlmft.com, sign up for the email list, and you get my book, or at least the first draft of my book. It's probably something I'll keep tweaking as time goes on. Um, but yeah, it's out there. Trauma and the polyvagal paradigm. Let's go back to this. Uh, sorry for that uh, interruption there. Let's go back to this uh, idea of safety, safety anchors, or safety cues. Safety cues are, again, there are these things that trigger that autonomic pathway, basically, of safety and social engagement. It's something that helps you feel more grounded in the present moment, more safe, more connected. And it could be a whole bunch of things. It could be a number of things. Uh, like I said before, it could be a scent. It could be, um, it could be for me, the, the scent, I'm usually pulled towards like vanillas or cinnamons uh wood kind of sense stuff like that also the sense of uh citrus i like i like citrus a lot i love that so it could be a scent it could be a texture uh safety cues could be just someone that you care about giving you a hug it could be a whole bunch of things something that i've noticed recently that is a, a major 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 safety cue of mine something that really grounds me and helps me feel more in my body more in the present moment is design and specifically uh, typography or utilizing type, font, text, words, and basically it's designing them, it's sizing them, it's giving white space, it's uh, laying them out, it's all these different pieces of design that I have found I like a lot. And I think I've always kind of known I like it. I, I really respond to what I what my system finds to be pleasing typography design. Uh, I kind of always assumed I did not have it within me to do it to to uh to create my own i don't think i can do maybe i can um i have a interest in like actually creating fonts i'm i'm not even near there but uh maybe i will someday i don't know but things like graffiti um i've that's something that's always kind of just i've been pulled toward to see how people can bend and break letters and create art out of it uh never been able to do it not even with a, a marker but it's just something i've been like pulled toward like there's an interest there and it's something i could have developed and uh you know flourished in probably but just wasn't on my path i suppose but now i'm realizing that typography layout typography design i love this stuff it makes me it helps me get really grounded in the present moment super soothing and it started off as just like general web design i have my website justinlmft.com and i like to play around with it and tweak things here and there and so I started looking at what other people were doing, and I was like, oh, I like this. I like how people are laying things out, how creative they can get, what colors they're using. And I realized there's like a science behind this stuff. And then I started delving deeper and deeper into layout, specifically with text, uh, and just kind of kept researching and looking into things. And I, I started using Behance, or Behance, I'm not even sure how to say it, but it's this uh, app or website where people show off their artwork or their designs. And what I'm really interested in are designs and typography and whatnot so i kept going down that rabbit hole and i started learning about something called swiss design and i fell head over heels in love with swiss design it 
just like it spoke to me on a deep level that's just the visual layout of it but also like the mathematics of it the way that it makes sense logically the logical structure of things it was and is just this instant click for me and even deeper into that specifically there's a uh, joseph Mueller brockman he is one of the pioneers of something called the swiss grid uh very minimal um, a lot of times black and white doesn't have to be but very very minimal and i bought his book i bought some other books on typography and design and i just feel fantastic i feel great i feel amazing uh, it's 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 very soothing in a sense but very grounding i can look at this stuff for hours i can become mindless but when i'm mindfully doing so i can really feel very much present uh, very inspired very excited uh, but also just like very grounded and things just kind of make sense the world of design the world of swiss grid design specifically it makes sense it just it just clicks for me uh it's like this structure it's this visual structure but also the way that my brain i don't know how else to put it but the way that my brain responded to it was like just the sense of clarity and that's something that i strive for in the way i speak the way that i create my courses on my website the way that i uh, utilize my instagram clarity Clarity and structure are like uh, kind of a big deal for me. And so to see this and experience Swiss design was like, oh, this is, this speaks to me on a deep, deep, deep level. And in all honesty, it's probably pretty boring to other people. It's, it's very structured. It, it can be very structured. It can be very bland looking. But for me, it's just, I, it's just, it, it works. It clicks. And so all of our safety cues, are different for each and every single one of us. What I find is a safety cue through Swiss grid design may be boring as heck for you and, and or mind numbing and may cause a neuroception of danger and, and make you flip the page and move on to the next thing or flip up your screen and get away from whatever I'm putting out there. Oh, by the way, I did put out a revamp of my polyvagal one pagers which is something I've had out for a couple of years now, which is just polyvagal fundamentals in one page, you know, lessons. And I added to it, I added a couple of things like behavioral adaptations and polyvagal ladder, but they got a complete overhaul and a lot of the wording got changed, but it's now in this Swiss uh, grid design style, black and white. Um, so go to justinlmft.com. You can download those in my file resource section. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of them. They were super fun to do. I, I had a, such a good time doing that. And those are available for free on the website. I also did my Building Safety Anchors lessons. If you're part of Building Safety Anchors, that's been overhauled completely as well. And part of that is those lessons have been reworded. It's been added to. And now it has this, I think, wonderful Swiss design to it. So safety cues, safety can come in unexpected places. And for me... It is this design thing. And I think it was always kind of there. I just didn't realize it. And now as I became more mindful of, or as I'm becoming more and more mindful of what helps me feel grounded, I realized, oh, this is like one of those things that I feel really grounded in. So being more anchored in your safety state will trigger these impulses within you to connect to others. And I've found that for myself as I do keep doing my own anchoring work, safety anchoring work, as I keep doing my own just, you know, 
trying to develop my capacity to self-regulate more and more and more and access my safety state more and more and more. Um, I, I feel myself having this impulse to connect. And I think I've actually, I know, I've been feeling the impulse uh, with the podcast specifically. Part of it is I just miss doing it. It's been a few weeks. Actually, I haven't recorded something new in a couple of months at least because I've been working on building safety anchors. I have done my um, open office hour for people who are in my course if they want to show up and, and uh, discuss or do a little Q&A for an hour once a month. I've done a couple of those since then, but um, I haven't recorded something specifically for you for the podcast in quite a while, and I've missed it. And as I've become more and more grounded, I, I honestly, I, I feel this impulse to connect with you all over again. I, I, I miss doing the podcast. I've missed creating stuff for you. And there is this like impulse to connect. Now, it's kind of odd because it is a podcast, and this is probably the least efficient way of connecting or the least connected way of connecting, I guess. But for me, this does feel like some sort of connection. I do get something out of this. And so I'm kind of following that impulse. But yeah, I missed this. I missed um, creating stuff for you. I missed you. I've also noticed that I felt this like impulse to connect with um, the people who are in my courses. And I just, I kind of don't know how the impulse is there, but I'm not a super social person. I'm actually pretty bad at it. And so it's like, I feel this impulse, like I want to connect. I want to build community, but I'm terrible at it. I'm really bad at building community, probably because I've isolated or been introverted and still am my entire life. And so my social skills are not super high in all honesty. So I feel this impulse to connect, but I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And so what I did for my, the people in my uh, groups for uh, my courses, I I said, Hey, I just, I I appreciate you. I'm not good at this connection stuff but I want you to know I appreciate you. I've also felt more of an impulse to connect with my family. I'm, I'm a very much, I, I'm so proud of being a dad. I love being a dad. Uh, it's extremely important in my life. And so I think it's a strength of mine, but I've noticed recently is more, like I feel more of an impulse to connect with my kids in a different way. So it's not exactly something I've had a huge issue with in you know as a dad in general, but I noticed recently, within the past couple months probably, that there is like this more, I want to build a, a deeper relationship with my kids. Like it's become, I feel this, like I feel it's just different. I feel it now, or I feel it differently now, I guess. It's always been there. But there is like a shift happening within me that, I've, that I'm noticing. There was this um, moment I was with my uh, daughter in my car. We were driving back from, we just signed her up for piano lessons. And we were driving back. No, it wasn't that. It was, I was, I had picked her up from a friend's house. She had done like a, Stranger Things marathon, which is super cool. And I, you know, driving her home, it's kind of late at night. It's just her and me. And I realized like her friends are just these like nerdy, awkward, you know, preteens. And so was she very much. So was she, but I was like, they're, they're good kids. Like she has good friends. She's picked good friends. She's not with like this, you know, crowd that I'm concerned about. Not exactly. And I felt proud of her. I just felt proud of her. And I felt like I need to express that. And I, I've told her I'm proud of her like constantly and her, my, my son as well. So I don't have an issue with saying I'm proud of you. That's not it at all. But you know, when you're in, in the car with someone and you're driving back home it's late at night, it just has a different feel to it. It has a different punch to it. It has a different impact, right? And so I expressed like, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of you. You've got, you've surrounded yourself with some good people and you're pretty darn awesome yourself. Something like that. 
So I've, I've noticed myself expressing to my kids more often than I already was that uh, I'm proud of them or they're doing a good job or that I love them, you know, and I, I make a an effort to say I love you to my kids every day, but I really don't want it to become routine. It's something that I've recently, like I, I want it to feel more raw or more genuine or more like I want there to be more of a connection and impact to it. I've also noticed a bit more patience with everybody. <laughs> a bit more patience with everyone. Um, I have feel my capacity to receive support growing. Um, I also notice my capacity to give support, unconditional support growing. And it's just kind of cool to see that. You know, it's, These aren't areas I felt like I had a huge issue in, but to see it growing, it just noticing it and giving myself some uh, kudos feels pretty good. I've also had this impulse to grow myself as far as uh, my accomplishments, this whole business entrepreneur kind of thing. I am working toward doing more private practice hours, which should be starting up very, very, very soon. And less of the salary job hours, which should be starting very, very soon, hopefully. So I'm like pushing myself to take on new things, some new challenges. Uh, build more entrepreneurial independence in certain areas, and it feels good. It feels like I'm on this path of growth, and I'm just following these these little impulses here and there, and it feels right. I feel proud of myself. Um, building safety anchors, I just completely revamped that, and I think it kicks ass. <laughs> it's a very comprehensive self-development course, and I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the way it came out. Um, I can't wait to, for people to experience the newest version of it and uh, hopefully continue to see benefit from it. And I'm ready for the next thing. Like I'm ready for the, for building that next course for you. I'm not quite sure what it's going to be. It might be parenting. It might be something around uh, ther- helping therapists to implement some of these polyvagal things into their therapy practice. It might be on helping people to get unstuck. I have building safety anchors, which helps them to build safety anchors, but... Maybe I need to build something that helps people to get more unstuck. And I guess just from all this, like I'm feeling, I'm noticing more belief in myself. And that feels pretty damn good. I feel more connected. I feel those impulses and it just, it feels good. And it's something that has been there, but very uh, curbed or very, what's the word? It's there, but it hasn't like, it's been kind of dormant in a way. Or it's been like just isolated to my family. And now my, I'm noticing my ability to connect with other people is growing. And to be okay with it. <laughs> to connect with people and be okay with it. Um, again, I'm not a super social person. I do just fine on my own. But my capacity to connect with people and be okay with it, it's getting better and better and better. Not better and better, but it's growing and growing. It's not a good or bad thing. It's, it's growing and growing. But hey, fellow Stucknut, I hope you've learned something new in this one. I know it's been a long time. I missed you. Um, I do hope you've learned something new to help you in your own process of getting unstuck. Uh, if so, let someone know about this. I, I would really appreciate it. And I have a ton of resources for you uh, on my website, 
now I have the book, I have the Polyvagal one-pagers, I have courses, I have a blog, I have podcast episodes, I got a whole, and I have the YouTube as well. So I got a ton of stuff, and justinlmft.com is kind of the hub for it all. Head on over there, and I would love if you connect with me, send me an email, say what's up. That's all. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy, or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.